Welcome everyone to Dane Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am Nate, and we are here with Jimbo. Let's go! Baseball day. I love podcast day. Baseball day. Friday, Friday's always a good day, and then and then podcasting whether on Friday or on Thursday, leading up to the weekend, always a good time. And Jimbo and I always have a good time on the podcast. And today we are going to jump into a little team called the Reds because while their major league team might not be great, though they are better than the Cardinals. <coughs> uh, oh, wait, do the do the Cardinals have the worst record in the National League? Dude, they had a rough Ooh. West Coast um, like 10 game road trip. They've struggled. They're ba- they're bad, dude. <laughs> have you looked at Nolan Arenado's stats? Yeah, unfortunately, I have him my in my fantasy on my fantasy team. Oh, so you know very well. Oh, I know Nolan very well. Doing. His OPS uh, is uh, his OPS is worse than Christian Yelich's. Yeah, man, it's not good. He, he yeah, yeah. and uh, even even Paul Goldschmidt, while doing fine. Way off his pace from last year. 896 OPS is very, very good. Don't get me wrong. But it's like they need those guys to perform at MVP levels. And they're not. Yeah. Um, But anyways, this is not a Cardinals podcast. (laughs) This is going to be a Reds podcast today. And the reason for that is because there are a ton of Reds minor leaguers that are absolutely killing it right now killing it but i want to start with one reds minor leaguer that is not necessarily killing it right now but i still want to talk about him um and that's cam collier because he just came out in bowman draft or uh bowman baseball sorry 2023 bowman baseball and um he currently is supporting a 749 ops in a ball and it's his first taste a ball he's 18 years old he will be 18 the entire season so it's not like he's turning 19 at some point this year. He will be 18 uh, until November 20th. And so hitting 218, 349 on base, 400 slugging. Those aren't really the stats I'm curious about, though. What I'm curious about is that the other day, if you follow the Reds minor league page, um, he hit a home run, his second home run of the year. 105 miles per hour off the bat. Now, if this is 105 miles per hour for a major leaguer, it's like, yeah, you know, whatever. Cool, but not that impressive. Um, Christian Yelich grounds out at 110 miles per hour all the time. So, like, whatever. But we're talking about a kid who is 18. And anytime a kid has that much thump in a bat that early, I'm interested. And the last two kids that were this young that have had that much thump in a bat this early that I can remember that I invested or wanted to invest in, shout out, um, was Jackson Churio and Everson Pereira. Everson, uh, Yankees prospect, Jackson Churio, Brewers prospect. Mm-hmm. You find those little tidbits about them hitting the ball hard, and you're like, well, that's all I need. You get into A ball, you hit the ball hard, ball should land prices go up but here is my question for you jimbo so when jackson churio did that 
his first blue sale happened about a probably a month after the product came out. Maybe not a month after the product came out. His first blue sale. Oh, I I, I misplaced it now. Was two hundred or one hundred ninety nine dollars for a blue non auto. Cam Collier's last blue sale, not his first one, but his last one, $125. So we're talking about a $75 difference here between those two cards. But a friendly reminder, this was Jackson Churio's first one. This is not Cam Collier's first one. Um, And I'm kind of curious what to do here because for me, you know, I see these stats, I, or you know, I see a kid who hits the ball that hard, and I say, "All right, um, I should be investing, right?" And his first blue way rave that somebody overpaid for it, two hundred fifty bucks, and then the next blue way rave sold for seventy one. Um, but this is his first true blue that has sold. Uh, so do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. Um. It's already super expensive, and like Jackson, Jackson Churio was expensive. The next one, Blue Shimmer, one twenty three, um, May eighteenth, Blue two eighty seven, one seventy five, May twentieth, one eighty one. So let's settle in at one eighty. Let's settle in at one eighty there, and Cam Collier's is currently at one twenty five. So if I like this stat, where I'm like, all right, Young. Really young for his level, hitting the ball hard. I like to invest in those guys, but as a first round pick, where do I balance? Where do I balance? Okay, he already has that first round pick value built in. He has that top prospect value built in. Is there value there for me to still milk at 105 miles per hour off the bat, or is that like uh, I find that for a under the radar guy? I buy those, but otherwise, like, I because like. The difference there when Jackson Churio didn't have autos and Cam Collier does is massive. Mm-hmm. massive. Um, so that's the only card you can get for Churio, whereas you can get autos, you know. And so, so like, it's basically the same price at least when you factor in the uh, auto experience. Um, so I just I don't know what to do here. Like, yeah, be, I don't know. I don't know that that's a tough one because it, to me it goes back to like the eye test and you just like, if you like the player enough, you invest in the player, not necessarily the, the beginning stats. Yeah. And like, to me, I look at like, like you said, hitting the ball hard off the bat one Oh five. Like that's the stuff that I like to see in the long-term approach. His batting average probably could be a lot higher if he was like a fast guy, you know, like a Cole young, um, uh, Chase Midroth, like those type where they're just going to hit the ball and they're they're with the minor league defenses, they're going to their averages are going to be naturally higher than what it would be if there's better defense. So there's that factor. Um, one reason why I like Kim Collier, because technically he should be going to prom this weekend. Like he should still be a senior in high school. Yeah, he's super young. Like he went to he went to junior college. You go for a year. He did the Bryce Harper thing. So. For me, it's you know, like I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. he really is. He really is would be ending his senior year, but instead he's playing 
That's crazy. Like he should be, he should be in high school literally right now. And he's like, so I don't like to penalize guys like that, that come in early and, and take that chance. And, and honestly, a 749 OPS, like I said, it wasn't, it's not as good as the other guys, right? That we're going to be talking about today. But for a dude who's going to be 18 all year in a ball, first taste of a ball, it's amazing. Yeah. So that's what, that's why I get excited about a guy like this. Normally I'd be like, Oh no, like the prices are way too high, but the other categories are very intriguing to me. His dad is a former, like he, like he's a baseball coach. So he's very, he has a lot of, like he grew up around baseball, high IQ. And for me, the first month hitting is the toughest for hitters. Um, and then usually they start to, they start to feel it out and they get better throughout the, the season. So the first month that they start off hot is very intriguing because it's like, okay, the hardest month to hit in, if you can hit in there, hopefully it keeps going. Kim Collier, he will be a completely different hitter every different, like every month. He's going to improve so much every single month because he's playing every day. And it should be mentioned that he's playing in the Florida state league. If yeah. there's anything I know about the Florida state league, they have massive parks. Yeah. Like that is such a tough pitcher for tough, tough league to hit in. So naturally he'll get a bump up as soon as he gets to the next league. But the Florida state league is good for these young guys because they're usually like they're at their, like, uh, um, well, I guess not for the reds, but for the other teams, they're usually at their facility, their spring training facility. And they have all that extra help, but that is totally irrelevant for Cincinnati because they don't have that. But um, uh, I I think I think it's an intriguing buy. I think instead of buying like the blues and stuff, it's you try and find the top tier, even though, you know, you're going to have to pay more. Yep. I think right now is the time to get the discount on those. I think the other stuff will catch up and lower because there's more quantity, more supply and all that. But I think if you can find a gold or an orange or a red or something, you know, low numbered. Well, let's let's take a moment to uh, find out what a orange or a red or a yellow goes for, so we can we can understand. All right, the first orange sold for thirty five hundred bucks. First gold sold for twenty three twenty five. Then two thousand. Then orange shimmer for seventeen eighty. Atomic for nine hundred seventy five. So, while it is lower, a lower numbered, we're talking about a hundred twenty five dollar card or a yeah three thousand dollar card. It's a significant yeah. difference, and that's tough. Like honestly, even as much as I like Cam Collier, like that is tough to pony up for that. Where in my head, it's like, would I rather have Jackson Holiday, who will gain significant height throughout the season going into spring training next year? and be yep. that next Jordan Walker, Bobby Witt, you know, like those type. I probably would even be more interested in a holiday right now at those prices. And then if Cam Collier, like, I feel like that's prices for that. Like Cam Collier's already has like an, an uh, like a Jackson Cheerio effect baked into this season. Like he, you know, like for the prices. Like I those are I bet if he was a year older, his prices wouldn't be nearly as much. Oh, yeah, no chance. No it's chance. like in soccer. Anytime there's like a 17-year-old kid in a product. Yeah. People spend money like crazy. 
Well, it is definitely, it is interesting when the worlds collide of one thing you really like to look for in a prospect, because I mean, honestly, young kids with exit velocity, those kids tend to do well at, at the lower minors at least, and you can make money. Mm-hmm. I don't need them to hit well in double A. I just need them to start hitting well in extended spring training or A ball and carry that to high A, and then I can sell. Like if I had done that with Jackson Churio, we'd have made ton- I would have made a ton of money, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then you also have obviously the first round pick. So thank you for talking me through that. We will move on from Cam Collier though, because there's a couple guys that need to be talked about on the Reds, and one is Christian Encarnacion Strand. Wild. Um, so I don't know if anybody here has been paying attention to. And honestly, I gotta I gotta look up Christian Encarnacion Strand on Card Ladder quick. Shout out Card Ladder. Um, I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to him, but he has played ten games in Triple A Louisville. Ten games. Ten games. That's crazy. He has seven home runs. <laughs> That's so wild. And not only does he have seven home runs, but he's also hitting a casual four thirty two, four sixty eight, nine fifty five slugging. Um, if you have seven home runs in 10 games in AAA Louisville, it's not like your major league park, if you're on the Reds, is getting any more difficult. You know? Yeah. And he's playing in Iowa, dude. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the games was in they uh they were in Iowa. It's probably freezing up there. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about you know, once you move away from the Midwest, I stopped thinking about the temperatures. It could be in May. It was it was 80 degrees in Spokane the last like five days. See, my parents tell me almost every day what the weather is up there and how they want to come visit because it's so cold. I like it. I do I do like to brag from time to time um when you get out of it. But Krishna Encarnacion Strand, last base auto, 92 bucks. Cam Collier's wow. last base auto, $165. Wow. Now look, we get it. Strand is five years older than Collier, but Strand is also in triple A. He he played he played his age 2021 season, his draft season, and then 2022 he got up to double A, and then 2023 he's now in triple A. He could be in the majors in less than two years after getting drafted in 2021. Like depending on depending on what time he gets called up, if he gets called up. Within two years, he could get called up to the majors. This is a dude who's killing it. This is a dude who has pop. And he's going to get to play in Great American Ballpark. That's And his base auto is $92, whereas Cam Collier's is 165 Like, for me, I get, I get he's not like, he's not an 18-year-old, 17-year-old he wasn't 17 when he got drafted. Wasn't a first round pick, I don't believe. Mm-mm. He was fourth fourth round out of Oklahoma State. But this is a kid who could hit 40 home runs for the Reds in that ballpark, especially with how many games he's going to play against the Brewers in Miller Park, the Cubs in Chicago, as long as it's not cold out or the wind's blowing in in Chicago. It's a tiny park. 
dude, this dude just hits, man. Holy smokes. Look at his like career numbers in 154 games. Yeah. His OPS is a 0.998, 43 home runs. Yeah. Not even a full season, not even a full major league season worth of games. He has 43 home runs, 35 doubles, seven triples. Now the triples, we take those with a grain of salt, obviously. Yeah. Um, and we probably even take the doubles with a grain of salt as well. With that being said. Dude, that's this dude is going to just demolish the ball at Great American Ballpark. And it's very interesting because the, the Reds, man, they're building a pretty good squad around in the minors where you could see an influx of all this young talent. Like this year, they've been – a lot more fun to watch than last year. I feel like this year is like kind of like how the Pirates were last year. Mm -hmm. And then next year they're going to have like a pretty big leap because they got some starters that are interesting. They have some hitters that are, that are coming up and down learning. Um, and then just the entire farm system, like all the way down to 30, man. I agree. There's some talent. And I think that that helps with the entire organization because a lot of these players, like a lot of these kids are going to be playing with each other. Like I was watching the, uh, they're watching Cam Collier, the Tortugas, I think it's their, their single A team. You have uh, Collier, you have like Collier's hitting fourth, Balacazar's hitting third. And then you have um, Carlos Jorge hitting leadoff. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to talk about next. Isn't that nuts? Like they're every, but every level they have talent, like within their one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. It's, it's only going to help their stats and help them build that, like winning, that winning culture. And also hitting is contagious. Yep. Sorry. That was my little Reds rant. Yep. I've got nothing else to add because you are 100% correct. Um, but we do have a couple of other prospects to talk about. And actually, I said Carlos Jorge, but we're going to go to Matt McLean because he's also in AAA. Yes. He's also 23. And he's also has over 1,000 OPS, hitting 324 with a 450 on base and a 638 slugging. Eight home runs in 29 games out of the shortstop spot for the Reds. And you're about to have, because Encarnacion Strand plays third, right? I think yep. um, Matt McClain plays shortstop. Both these guys are going to be ready soon. You got Jonathan India at second. Joey Votto's healthy. He'll finish out his career at first, maybe, or DH. That's pretty good. That's pretty good without having to talk about anything else. And we, and the thing that's crazy is we're not even talking about Ellie De La Cruz out of that's all this too, but add him in. Nick Sanzel in center is actually playing well, which is crazy. Well, don't don't bet on Nick Sanzel. He will inevitably be injured at some point. That's true. But I think I saw that he won player of the week. But just like like the the holistic view, like it's crazy what they're doing there. And really they they rebuilt their organization like last year with the trades that they had. Yeah. But that twins trade. That twins and, trade. And cool. obviously the uh Mariners trade, which is also gives me hope. Like if the Brewers absolutely fail, you could make a good team pretty stinking quick by trading Burns and Woodruff. 
Oh, right there is six big name prospects, if yeah. more. Um, real quick on Matt McClain, who is killing it, and there's just not much more to be made of Matt McClain or Encarnacion Strand's stats in AAA. Now it's just a let's see how they do in the majors. Um, but there's always that just like they're playing in one of the smallest ballparks in the MLB, so it's like there's just so much upside here, and Matt McClain prices. Last couple of autos to sell, okay? Orange Shimmer PSA 9 auto best offer, $361. What? First rounder too, man. Bowman Chrome Sapphire Auto, $100. All right. Green Sapphire Auto, number to 50 PSA 9, $200. All right, we're talking about nice cards here. Purple Sapphire Auto, number to 10, $850. Yellow Auto, number to 75, SGC 9, $200. Gosh. Orange Shimmer Auto, BGS 9, $5, $500. Right? So it's like, it's like, and those are the last autos to sell. In fact, I haven't run across a base auto, which is somewhat interesting. It's been over a week and I haven't run across. Okay, there's a base auto. PSA 9, 51 bucks, April 25th. I mean, we're talking about a dude who's putting up 1,000 OPS, plays shortstop, is going to get to play in Great American Ballpark. Was a first round pick. And his orange shimmer autos are going for $361. BGS 9.5 going for $500. Sapphire green auto out of 50 going for 200 PSA nine. Like what? Like that, that's so cheap. I'm feeling like I have to go on and find a cheap one later today and try to buy it and just see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I like this kid a lot coming out of the draft and, um, you know, he had a, the numbers weren't, eye popping in double a which i think scare a lot of people off but he's a good hitter and he still had an 816 ops last year but his average i think might have scared people off it was a 232 but he had 17 home runs yeah and this year like obviously you figure something out with the the holistic approach because dude i'm telling you louisville they're in um the international league the triple a and that is not an easy league to hit in at all. Like hitting 300 is like hitting like three, like, like 325 in a normal league. Uh, like, you know, you have the PCL over there, AAA with Reno and in all those leagues where it's like, if you hit 300, it's like hitting 275. It's the opposite. You know, what's funny just real quick as an aside the Louisville Bats, the Cincinnati's team, despite having Christian Encarnacion Strand for 10 games and despite having Matt McClain, they're currently chilling third to last in the West Division at 12 and 17. Mudhens, baby. It's crazy to me. Um, meanwhile, the Nashville Sounds, 16 and 13. The Mudhens, 18 and 11. Let's go. Memphis Redbirds, 20 and 10. Got a couple pitchers that could really use some help in them, or the Cardinals could use some help in the majors. Um, but let's move on from Matt McClain real quick. Uh, got one last guy I really want to talk about. 
and that is Carlos Jorge uh, for the Reds. He also just came out in Bowman draft. Um, 40 plus future prospect by. No, sorry. Not Bowman draft, Bowman prospects. I did it again. I got you. Thank no you. Worries. 2023 Bowman. 40-plus um, future prospect by Fangraphs. 50 projected hit tool, 60 projected game power, which is funny because they project him for more game power than he has raw power, which is c- cool to see. Usually it's the opposite, inverse. Mm-hmm. Um, 55 speed, 45 field. But this is a kid who's currently hitting... In a ball, 19 years old, uh, international signee, 300, 388 on base, 486 slugging with a 142 WRC+. plus. Now the BABIP is sky high at 396, but the walk rate 11%, strikeout rate 25%. Just a nice, interesting, interesting player. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit older than, you know, uh, Cam Collier. But still super interesting, and his base auto fifty bucks, and that's likely going to go down from there. We can't, dude. He's nineteen. That's tough to throw that on. To throw what on him? That he's that he's that he is older than Collier. Yeah, but, I mean I he's nineteen <laughs> years old. He's just he's still extremely young for this league. Cam Collier just he just was like, you know what? I'm done with prom. I'm done with the high school thing. He's a one-off. He's a baseball. He's married to baseball. He is married. He's to like baseball. Earl Thomas being married to football. Yeah. So, but Carlos Jorge, 50 bucks for a base auto, 55 for a refractor auto, 100 for a speckle auto. I guess 92 for a refractor auto as well, 100 for a refractor auto. 104 for a purple auto. Is it a risk? Sure. Is the talent pretty interesting right now in 20 games in high A? Like, we're talking about first taste of high A, and he hasn't missed a beat. Yeah. I'm always – I'm always – obviously, the jump from rookie ball or, or extended spring training or whatever you want to call it, uh, Arizona Complex League, the jump from that to A ball is not as drastic as, like, high A to double A. But I still am always a little bit worried like moving, moving from complex league to that and to show that he's doing well um, is incredible. And Fangrass would be nice if they showed me what league he plays in. He So he plays in the same league as Collier and uh, Balcazar. Oh, yeah, duh, Florida State League. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, and he's putting those up in a Florida State League, you know? Mm-hmm. So super, super impressive mm-hmm. from him. Prices aren't that drastic. Uh, you can get three of his base autos shipped for the price of one Cam Collier. And I'm not saying they're the same level of prospect or anything, but anytime I can three for one and the guy's still interesting, yeah, I'd probably rather do that. I like him, and I feel like him and Balakazar are very similar type players, and I really like where their value's at. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about Leonardo Balcazar. He's uh, 18 as well. Who is who is also very good and is also hitting very well in his first taste of A-ball. Um, just a ton of dudes. Ton of dudes who are absolutely killing it for the Reds this year. Uh, and that doesn't even bring in... I mean, the guys we didn't talk about today, right? Noel V. Marte, 
Edwin Arroyo, Ellie De La Cruz. He brought him up for two seconds, but we didn't talk about him. Um, Sal Stewart, we didn't talk about him. Victor Acosta, I don't even know how Victor Acosta is doing. Ooh, mm. Victor Acosta is really kind of puttered off. Uh, <laughs> but they just they just have they have so many dudes in this system um, that are doing really really well. Lionel Richard or Lion Richardson. I thought you were gonna say Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, yeah. Lion Richardson, pitcher. Uh what year did he come out of? 2020, maybe? 2021. Not like a very good prospect per se, but he is absolutely killing it pitching wise this year, and he's like their 29th prospect. Um, so it's just it's cool to see when a, a team has been rebuilding for so long. Uh, the only unfortunate part to all of this is that the Reds owner or GM or whatever came out a couple years ago and said, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go after they are trading off everyone and like ruin their team? And uh, I really wish this was happening to a better run organization. Like Tigers. Yeah, like I agree. Tigers. A team that cared about trying to win. Like say what you will about the Tigers. Yeah, say what you will. They spent they spend money. Yeah. And they try. They 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 spend money on the wrong guys. Shout out to guys. <laughs> but they do try. The Reds did not try. They had a very good team and they just got rid of everyone. They could care less. Yeah. So last sorry, last one. And and I know you are uh I'm not a pitcher guy. I'm not very good at finding the pitchers like you are, but look up Andrew Abbott. I've been seeing this kid all over the Twitter um, Reds pages, and people are loving this dude. But I'm always scared of investing pitchers because it's just so tricky. Whew. Yeah. 25 innings, 51 Ks. Dude. And I feel like he's not being talked about at all unless unless you follow this Twitter account, like this Reds Twitter minor league account I follow. Mm-hmm. And I had, actually, this was the first day I looked up the stats, and I was like, holy moly, look at the strikeout rate. Goodness gracious. Let's see if he has a card. I don't know if he does. 2021 Bowman Draft, Andrew Abbott, Green Auto, 71 bucks. Oh, wow. Auto, 40 bucks. So they've gone up for sure. Um, Base Auto, 25. Definitely. Let's see. uh, Let's see what they came out at. I should just look up Auto on this as well. Let's see what they came out at. So we have a we have a clear picture of where they've gone. Um, green wave auto, thirty six bucks. Purple auto, twenty seven. That was forty. So they really haven't moved that much from the first sales. Twelve dollars. Okay, twelve dollars for a refractor. Uh, January first, twenty twenty two, up to a twenty five dollar base auto now. But. Base autos were chilling at like 15 for a little bit. Um, $8.75, $9.50 for a base. So they've moved. They've definitely more than doubled uh, since the beginning, essentially, once those first couple of card sales came in, because we all know that people love to overpay in the beginning because they have to have their cards. Um so they've definitely more than doubled since the early part of 2022. Yeah. Which uh cool to see, but yeah, he is killing it as well. 
Um, Jimbo, why don't we end off with your prospect of the week? I know we just covered a bunch of prospects, but why don't we co- end with your prospect of the week? Yes. A little bit of a homer choice, but it's okay little, to look past it. A little bit of a homer choice, but he wasn't always a homer. Uh, last year, so th- here it is. His name is Justin Henry Malloy. Justin with a Y. Yeah, Justin with a Y. Um, Henry with a Y. Henry Malloy with, with a Y. A lot of Ys. Um, and he's an interesting one because he was with the Braves. He got drafted by the Braves in the sixth round, and this dude can just flat out hit. And I remember sending it over to to Nate last year. I was like, dude, I know I'm, you know, I'm, I keep going after these Braves prospects, but I feel like there's something going on. I think this kid's the next real deal. And then luckily the Tigers traded for him in the offseason, and I was stoked. I was like, let's go. I love this prospect. We gave him up for Joe him uh, him him Jimenez. I can never say. Oh, well, that's a good deal. Oh yeah, and I was like, I'll take that. And then our GM um, during spring training was talking about how like they got Justin Henry Malloy as our our future offensive catalyst, and I was like, oh my gosh, dude, they're building up the hype for me. I don't know if they're just doing this because there's no one else, but I'm here for it. Started off the season in AAA at the Mud Hens at my old at my old ballpark and I love that and he's hitting 324 batting average uh his OPS I don't have that in front of me fan graphs doesn't give it to me but it's if 943. I do quick, 943 I was going to try and do the quick math 943 WRC plus 150 four home runs K rate at 22% walk rate at 7 17.5% love all of that across the board I love all of it and I didn't even realize until the day of release of Bowman, the last Bowman that just came out, he's in Bowman, which is even more exciting. Doesn't have autos. And he is in a Braves uniform, which is kind of sad, but I'm here for it anyways. And let's go, dude. This might be my, the guy I track all year and get excited about. I like it. He is he is absolutely killing it. Now, the question, and I hate to pose this to you, a Tigers fan, is, what happens when he gets called up? Yeah. Like, for all the excitement of Great American Ballpark and getting a play there, I have the opposite excitement for playing in uh, Comerica. Comerica? Yeah, Comerica. Comerica. But- I was like, all of a sudden I was like, did they change the name or something? Sometimes these teams change the names, you know, like... Tigers? Safeco to T-Mobile and whatever the Giants Stadium is named now and... Detroit dude is loyalty. It's been Comerica since the start. In the in the outfield, it's GM Motors, and even during like the recession, all that, and GM wasn't doing too hot. They kept it up there, and they didn't even charge them. Oh wow! Like, yeah, so it's like straight loyalty in Detroit. So it's always Comerica. But I like what you're talking about with the field. And to be honest, I completely agree. But honestly, Detroit is a great ballpark for players that have like decent power like a Nick Cassianos where it's like a lot of doubles, a lot of triples, a lot of gaps because it's a huge outfield. Yeah. So unless you're like a pure like power hitter, like a Pete Alonzo, I think it hurts you like a Stanton and our judge. But if you are like that other tier where you're, you know, you have power to get into the gap and get those doubles and triples. I think it actually plays better. Just like the Marlins, like a Luis uh, Arias plays perfectly there now let me ask you a question 
Are you worried, though, that if he doesn't have power to get it out consistently in Comerica, that the prices just won't be there? Oh, I don't like, I don't think he's investable, to be honest. OK, because doubles uh, and triples are nice, but they don't pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's investable at all. Straight homer pick. Excited um, because I won the Tigers. We're like they're not very relevant, even though we just did just sweep the Mets and we have been playing better. I don't think we're, we're relevant yet where, you know, since he's not a super high up prospect and he doesn't have car, like, you know, he just only has the non auto, non auto okay. real quick on that, on that point, orange sold for 200 red sold for 500. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, I don't think he's investable. I have, it's funny because I have some of his autos that I graded when he was still with the Braves just for like fun stuff, like to give to Jimmy, you know, as a Braves guy and just to have a few things. Um, but I got him back and I was like, cool. I already have a PC of Justin Henry Malloy of like his, uh, like the, the, what is that? The perfect game cards. Yep. So I don't think he's investable though, as a player um, because also where is he going to play? Like maybe, He's probably going to be like in left field, right field, maybe third base. Um, probably actually first base. They're probably switching the first. I actually, I'm not sure. But, but yeah, he's an exciting one for us. Um, there's another player in our farm system that I'm more excited about that would be more for cards, but we can wait for that for another day. I like it. And we should wait because we are almost at 40 minutes here. Yeah. Um, but Justin Henry Malloy, Jimbo doesn't think he's investable, and I would tend to agree because of the whole ballpark angle already being in triple A ballpark. Tigers, anytime they call up a prospect lately, they haven't been doing well, but who knows? Maybe <laughs> Justin Henry Malloy is the uh catalyst that gets the other top prospects to start hitting, hopefully. hopefully. Um but, uh, yeah, if you are interested, the, he does have non-auto Bowmans from 2023 Bowman that you can buy. Uh, they're a little bit expensive, all things considered. But, you know, it's not not the end of the world. Lunar Glow, the new non-numbered uh, card selling for like 13 bucks uh, there. So, do with that information what you guys will. Otherwise, I think we're going to wrap up here on this Dean Corners Friday. Uh, Jimbo, any last words? Yep. Last word I have is uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. We're doing a show tomorrow. Um, if you're interested, come stop by. We're setting up. And um, best thing about card shows, look through the value boxes and find your Andrew Abbott's of the mm -hmm. world. Because I know I just priced a bunch of random Bowman Chrome autos for like $5 each. And I can guarantee you I'm not going back and reprice them in a month from now if they don't sell or whatever. Vendor, like the, the dealers, we just let them sit in there. Go find them. Do your research. Make a list of players that you think that would be in a value box. And go find them. Make some easy money. Yep. Uh, as for me, I am jumping back on foul territory this afternoon. Let's go. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a quick a quick one. Um little Cinco de Mayo uh, Woo! Uh, day here. So ripping it, so, some Bowman and some Bowman Heritage probably. Um, so that should be fun. All the guys are ripping today. Not me, but all the rest of the guys are ripping. So uh, 
Should be a fun time. I will be showing up at 11.35 Pacific time, so 2.35 Eastern time for anybody that is interested there. Uh, otherwise, then that's foul territory. Again, come say hi uh, if you want to. But uh, otherwise, Jimbo, thanks for jumping on today. Everyone else, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next Friday. Deuces.